Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Yes, we are inching closer to the start of the regular season. Preseason football is in the past, and here we go, getting ready for Monday Night Football as the Buffalo Bills will travel to take on the New York Jets. Letting you guys know a little different setup for me this week, if the sound isn't up to par or normally what it might be. Uh, I ask for your forgiveness there is on the road, but still wanted to get this podcast out to you today. Um, And also wanted to remind you that Breaking Buffalo Rumblings is brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Have a special discount going on right now for our listeners, 20% off your entire order. Use code BBR20 at checkout. That's BBR20 at checkout at homage.com to get 20% off your entire order. So big shout out to them. You guys already know they've got the softest Buffalo Bills tees in the game. Probably need to gear up for the season for that tailgate, and they certainly have got you covered. Now, in today's episode, I want to talk for a little bit, and it's going to be an abbreviated episode because, honestly, by the time you even get around to this, the topic might be obsolete. And I say that because I want to talk about Kair Elam, and I'll just be upfront with you guys. I do not think that the Buffalo Bills should trade Kair Elam heading up to the deadline as they get ready to set their 53-man roster. Now listen, I understand there is a level of frustration from Bills fans. If you have listened to me on this show, if you've listened to me on uh, Tuesday nights on Talking Buffalo with Pat Moran, have talked about it, I'm as frustrated as anyone around the situation with Kair Elam. And I say that in many ways because I remember the player that he was last season. I remember him playing close to 50% of the snaps, coming up with big interceptions in the victory over the Kansas City Chiefs, over the Miami Dolphins, and expecting him to take that next step this season. Now, the part that has been tough with this, you're in a three-man competition, and you've got two other talented players in Christian Benford, And Dane Jackson, and at least at the time of the recording, and based on the lineup against the Chicago Bears this past weekend, it looks like Christian Benford is going to be the starting quarterback too. Now, whether or not it will be where he's, you know, they looked for him to receive 100% of the snaps, if it'll be what uh, Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier had done in the past, where they had a little bit of a platoon, right? You remember last season you'd have Benford and Kyer Elam kind of going back and forth to start the season. Then once Tredavious White came back, it was really Dane Jackson and Kyer Elam going back and forth for the remainder of the season. We've seen Levi Wallace be part of platoons in the past, and, and I don't need to go into all that. But right now, by all reports and speculation, Christian Benford is going to be the starting quarterback too. 
so here's the situation that you're in, right? I think when you talk about this level of depth, at least if you're to look at things right now, and based on Saturday's rotation, think to yourself that Kyer Elam is number four on that depth chart, right? So maybe if you've got Tredavious White and Christian Benford as the starters and Kyer Elam and Dane Jackson as their two backups, you know, you've got a little bit of a numbers game here. Now, also let me say, Dane Jackson and Kyer Elam as your two backup cornerbacks, that's better than some of the starting cornerbacks on teams across the NFL. So, and that kind of gets to the point that I'm, I'm looking to make here. There is no need to trade away Kyer Elam just to trade him away. And I know there can be talk and saying, listen, well, what if you can get a great middle linebacker? Well, are you really getting a good middle linebacker that's going to come in and be your starter at this stage in the game for a young cornerback that's struggling a little bit? I'd say probably not. Or are you going to get someone that can come in and potentially be a starting right tackle because you're a bit frustrated with Spencer Brown and what he's doing? I'll say probably not, right? And we saw Spencer Brown put together a better game this past weekend than he did against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Honestly, the entire line put together a much better experience. So I think everyone is sort of taking a step back when it comes to that. But if you're to trade Kyer Elam right now, what are you going to get? Maybe a third-round pick? Possibly a fourth-round pick? Right? I mean, still, you know, on a rookie contract for three more years, a fifth-year option... Again, if you're a team that primarily plays man coverage, maybe you look at this and say, okay, this is someone you want. But if he's number four on your depth chart right now, you are not getting a return on that investment, right? This is not like Sammy Watkins where you got a second round pick and someone that could come in and step and play cornerback for you that had some success in the league beforehand. Watkins had proven more on the field when that trade was made to justify that and honestly many of us were kind of still scratching our head at the time talking about someone that went what number four overall being traded for primarily a second round pick and a cornerback you really hadn't heard of before. Kyrie Elam was taken in the 20s again played around 45 percent of the snaps as a rookie but there's no need to sell him for pennies on the dollar and again I get the frustration like I said, I'm frustrated too. But when you talk about Tredavious White coming off his injury, everything looks like he is, you know, getting back to the old tray. But again, right, he's getting up there in years. We've seen Dane Jackson get hurt before. Heck, last season, Christian Benford ended the season on injured reserve. So there's no such thing as having too much depth at cornerback. And to have Kyer Elam as a guy who's made big plays in the league before and shown that he has some of that ability, I'm not looking to run him out of town. I'm not looking to trade him for a third-round pick. Bills already have 10 draft picks in next year's draft once you add the compensatory pick for Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, trust me, I like having as many picks as anybody. But Kair Elam has shown that he can play in the league. Things are not working to the level that you want them to right now. They're not working at the level that I want them to. 
and I probably can speak for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean and Kyir Elam to say that things aren't working the way they want to either. But thankfully, this team has depth at cornerback. We've got guys that we've seen play before. And if Christian Benford is the starter, great. I don't care that he was taken in the sixth round. If he's playing like an NFL starter on one of the top five defenses in the NFL, I'm fine with that. Let Elam continue to develop. Have him be some great depth off the bench. Same with Dane Jackson. Or maybe he platoons here and there. I'm good with it. So again, I get all the frustration. I totally get it. But don't let this be another situation like a Wyatt Teller where you run somebody out of town. And I know this is different. Teller wasn't a first-round draft pick, so that's probably a bad example. But there's no need to get him off the roster at this point. There's no need to sell him for pennies on the dollar to get a late day two pick or an early day three pick. It doesn't make sense to me. To you, again, it might be one of those things that you think the Bills should do. But as I look at things, the Bills are better off with Kyir Elam on the roster for this season. We talk about a team competing for a Super Bowl. And when the three cornerbacks that are on the roster ahead of him have all battled injuries at some point, yeah, I'm okay with having him as the number four cornerback. Now, who knows? Like I said, this could be a moot point. The Bills may move him between now and the time I get done recording, and this could uh, could all be for naught. But I, I don't I don't see it happening. And honestly, as I look at things, you know, you could say, well, what if you know what if they get an offer for this? Yes, if some offer blows them away, and I am completely wrong, I will happily admit that. But right now, I just think the Buffalo Bills are better with Kyir Elam on the roster. As he continues to develop, our friend Joe Marino from Locked On Bills has said numerous times on his show, Kyir Elam is 18 months younger than Dalton Kincaid. He's still a baby in terms of the NFL. Still needs to develop. Yeah, things aren't going as smoothly as you want them to. They're not supposed to go smooth all the time. There's countless players that you can look at. I mean, heck, even Tredavious White got off to a tough start his rookie season. He just had the benefit, though, as there was no other depth on the roster to play above him. He had to play through the mistakes. The Bills right now, that, that's not a, uh, a luxury they need to deal with. So we'll see what happens. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. That's fine, too. That's why we do these shows. That's why we have these conversations, because I always want to hear what you guys have to say. You know you can hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino to let me know your thoughts. Um, I always appreciate you guys tuning in and chiming in. And again, if he gets moved, okay, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. But right now, I don't think it's the smart play, and I hope that Brandon Bean keeps him with the Buffalo Bills. So listen, I'm going to get out of here for now. Again, big thanks to everybody at homage.com for the support. Don't forget to use code BBR20 at checkout to save 20%. That is going on for you right now. Big uh, appreciation to them. And again, appreciation to you for listening, to everyone that subscribes, for leaving those reviews. Wherever you get your podcasts, we always appreciate it. So I'm going to get out of here for now. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.